I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? I want to see your tits, my dear. Motherfucker! Yeah, shut the fuck up! Get over here, bitch! Ah! Damn! <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your host, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, so uh, we moved into the new place. Yeah, I, I'm seeing. I yeah, well, what do you think I of the new studio? It's good. It's, it's good. a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of, I'm trying to keep like my own corner because mm-hmm. my girlfriend has a lot of like tchotchkes and yeah. things like, uh, like, I, like bric-a-brac. Brick a brack. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a minimalist. I don't right. like much. Okay. I don't like to have much stuff. So I kind of have yeah. like my own little corner right here. Yeah. But she can do whatever she wants with the rest of the room. Okay. So just be prepared. There's probably going to be a lot of like Marvel X Men type of stuff. Sure. Harry Potter things. Right. Is that going to bother you? Is it going to make? You, is that going to feel? Is that going to feel cloying to you? Yeah. The well the um the redhead kid from harry potter gives me seizures when i look at him so that could be a problem <laughs> well, it's be better than giving you boners yeah, yeah that would be weird <laughs> yeah if you're watching that shot you know because yeah. i mean ron weasley was what like eight when that or ten when that movie came out i don't know i'm not a fuck you know who i don't I? know JK i'm just Rowling. saying it'd be weird if you got boners are. from it yeah anyway yeah that move was uh hellish as all moves moves are sure. but i kind of like this new place right it's nice it's like i got a fucking dishwasher it's good i got a washer and a dryer Mm. Like, what's a, like, have you ever lived as an adult in a place with a washer and a dryer? That wasn't... The coin outside of Yeah, okay. No. And the one, actually, in my building, is the model is called the Speed Queen. The Speed Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a few of those. Um, that's yeah. a weird name for a, a laundry machine. Yeah, it is. It's a weird name. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. Mm. This is the first time as an adult. Because as an adult, I've always lived in a city. Like I've lived in New York, mm. I lived in Chicago, I've lived here, mm. and it's in San Francisco, and I've lived here. It's like you just can't. It's a luxury you can't afford typically. Okay, it's not like I've ever had like a nice condo or a loft. It's like I'm always renting like a one bedroom. And in L.A., mm. like most places don't even come with fucking refrigerators. Yeah, like you gotta buy a refrigerator. Does it annoy you that like it's? I don't know. It seems to me like every other person's family, other than mine, was like a genius when it came to buying real estate. It's like, mm. yeah, we just bought this building in you know 1989, and now it's worth 10 million dollars somehow. You know, I remember. But I nobody, remember telling my yeah my yeah. My, my family yeah. never really invested money in real estate right. either. But I remember telling my dad like because my dad lived in San Francisco like in the 60s. I'm like, why didn't you buy some fucking property? Right. Like, if you bought, like, one of those Victorian homes. Sure. You know, in uh, Dolores Park, you know how much that'd be worth now? Yeah. And he was just like, well, I didn't have any money back then. A lot of cheddar. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even back then, yeah, it would have been mm-hmm. a lot cheaper than it is now. Yeah. But you still would have had the money, you need the money to buy it. So, right. whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was a it was a hellish move. Mm-hmm. Um, you missed out on, uh, on getting my couch. I did, yeah. You offered it, and it seemed, 
it was like an alluring honey trap at first. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, get a cool black leather cap. And then I'm like, started thinking, I got to go get, go to Home Depot and ask the guys and pay a guy $50. I was trying to, yeah, you I was know? trying to get you to go hire a couple of Mexicans at the and Home I'm Depot. Like, you know what? I don't mind my couch, you know, and this, and I got to get my old couch out of there. And I'm like, fuck it. I, I can't do this. It's kind of weird too. Yeah. Like, you know, I always kept those couches covered with like these couch covers because the cats would tear it apart. Yeah. But if you pull out the couch covers, it looks a lot like the casting couch in Pornhub videos. Yeah. You know? It's always weird because it's like, this. I swear to God, there's like two places they film porn, yeah. you know? It's, it's like, like <laughs> two apartments. This, yeah. this couch, yeah. like when I took the pictures of it with the cover off, mm -hmm. I'm like, God, it just looks like the casting couch. Sure. And I can't even imagine how many fluids yeah. like are in that couch. So I was thinking about that. I was like, I would have moved that couch into your place. You'd have mm -hmm. been sitting like in just, I don't know, like gallons of fluids from multiple people. Yeah, would that have sure. been weird for you? Or would you have cleaned the couch? Or would you just said, fuck it, I don't care? You know... That actually describes my couch currently. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I couldn't I, even imagine. I think like, it's fine. Yeah, the, the fluids on my yeah, couch yeah. probably are, are less dangerous, you know, and disgusting yeah, than the fluids yeah. on yours. Yeah, no. You know, yeah. there's probably way more on yours. Yeah. But I was thinking, that's a consideration whenever you buy any used furniture. Yeah. Like, I would never buy a couch on Craigslist. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I had yeah. difficulty selling it. But anyway, yeah. long story short, I ended up putting it. You're up Native for... American, and you come over for coffee. You end up with smallpox <laughs> at my house. That's what like you know, I was always yeah. worried, like you know, like a woman sitting on that, like you know, bare ass naked. You yeah. know, semen might get inside of her or something. Sure. Who knows? It's yeah. covered in ball milk. Yeah. You know, you never know. No, you it, could get pregnant is. just by sitting in that everything couch. Everything is. Always. I'd be worried about getting gonorrhea though. Yeah. You know, or whatever sure. on your couch, but. My couch, maybe syphilis. I don't know. Right. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I ended up uh, donating it to a mm. Jewish charity called the Council Thrift Stores, which I was like, really? There's Jewish charities? Yeah, what? <laughs> like, why do Jews need what charity? What is this, the 1920s? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Are yeah. we living in like some yeah. kind of Warsaw ghetto here? Yeah, yeah. It's like where the fucking Jews <laughs> live in Beverly Hills. Like, what kind of yeah. charity they... I yeah. mean, maybe there are poor yeah. Jews somewhere yeah. in LA, but they, they sent two guys out to pick yeah. it up. And I was thinking about this because you had mentioned like a the young day Maya before. Lansky needs your help so he doesn't turn to crime. <laughs> well, you had mentioned yeah. the day before that uh, you're like, oh, maybe me and you could just go and pick it up. And I was thinking, I guess I could. But then watching these two guys struggle yeah. to carry that fucking couch out of my apartment, I'm like, yeah. thank God yeah. I did not do that. It just the payoff did not seem. Yeah, and you were so yeah. stressed out about. It. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just gonna get rid yeah, of it yeah. to charity. Yeah, no, I was all... I'm stressed about everything <laughs> You're all for Clint. You're I'm like, always, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This couch is uh, causing me... Oh, you know, God. Surus and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was like, yeah, whatever. You missed out on a, a leather couch, the casting couch. la dee da dee Yeah, that worked. That worked. Yeah. So uh, you're telling me mm. that um, you're auditioning to uh, to be in, in a movie. Voiceover. No, Voiceover movie. Voice, it's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's a mobile game. It's a mobile game. Yeah. So yeah. how'd you get into the voiceover business? I just asked a friend of mine, like, yo, you got any... Because he's a voiceover director. Oh. So he's just like video game, you know... I thought you had to be the union. Voice actors. Uh, some of them are non-union gigs. Hmm. Like, for instance, mobile games, right? So do you have to have a... Do you have a demo? Do I don't have a demo yet. I've just got to record the audition. Like, you just record it at home and send it in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you can just yeah. record whatever. Yeah. Oh, you can. I could record it for you if you want. Yeah. Yeah, pretty easy. So, yeah. <laughs> wait, so do you, you've never done this, have you? Disaster. Um, 
I did our lovely uh, AdamandEve.com ad. You <laughs> Which is that? damn good. But you yeah. have a good, you have a yeah. great radio voice, yeah. though. You got a radio voice. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine it probably would work. But this is different, though. Don't you have to sound, like, emphatic? Yeah, you do. Like, you got it. You got it. And I learned, like, I, learned seal. A, I learned a technique called pre-life. Pre-life. Where it's like you do some thing to work up to the line you're supposed to say. And then make sure there's a little space in between so you cut the first part out. But it's like a runway to get you there. So you can't just like you can't just go zero to ninety in in like half a second. So you gotta have a runway, right? So so, so wait, yeah. give me an example. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. the script right there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What is the story of the game? It's like you're. I mean, you know, I've, been, I've never even seen a, that that show. It's about like it cars per, that, can, pertains, that can talk. It, it's a franchise that pertains to cars that are anthropomorphic, without going into what it actually is. Okay, that could be one of three franchises. So I'm not being, you know, yeah. So, Never saw the movie. Yeah, I kind of hate movies like that. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything. I didn't even like yeah. Herbie the Love Bug. Remember that? I liked Herbie the Love. I Bug. I didn't like that. I, I mean, that... not. I didn't see the Lohan version of it. I didn't see that either. I saw the original Love. I didn't like the back sass coming from that guy. car. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, a lot of back sass. Remember the car. Shaggy Dog, where that guy turned into a Shaggy Dog, and that was the whole premise shaggy of the film. Shaggy Dog. There were like seven films. <laughs> shaggy. You know what? He just turns into a dog. But like he was, he was like a like a like, like a, a shape shifter or something. Yeah, yeah, like a like a did, skinwalker. If you did will. you ever see a movie called Chomp? Chomp. C H O M P. It was like an acronym for a robot dog. No. So this, this canine like a, herbivorous. I don't know. Look it up. It, it may, probably means something. Omnivorous, but, <laughs> uh, meticulous. <laughs> Poodle? Poodle, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a poodle. It was like a little okay. white like poodle yeah. dog, but it was a mm. robot dog. Okay. And so, but it looked like this cute little dog. Mm. I loved this movie as a kid. Oh. And the thing would like go out and there was a Doberman that hated it, but right. this thing was a robot dog. Yeah. So it could like fucking, you know, throw the Doberman up mm. in the air. And uh, and at one time, like the Doberman mm. was like chasing after to try mm. to prove that the dog was a robot. And this like old lady like tried to like, you know, shoo the dog away and he mm. goes to her. And I thought this was the most clever thing mm. until I heard Eddie Murphy's comedian that my whole world was shattered. Okay, yeah. He said, up your poop, grandma. Who said this? The fucking Doberman said it to this old lady. He goes, up your poop, grandma. And I just makes... remember being like, I don't understand what it means, yeah. but it sounds so like How can the offensive. Doberman talk? Because it was one of those movies where okay. they gave voices to the dogs. Okay, all right, all right. You know, but, Jesus. you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine it holds up now. Hmm. But anyway, Chomp, that's the name of the movie. Okay. Great. <laughs> I hope Thank you it. feel better now that I explained it yeah. to you. So, okay, yeah. Cars. So you're mm-hmm. doing, uh, which, which character it's are you doing? Ca- okay. I, look, nobody's saying it's Cars, okay? Okay, what's I'm it called? I'm not saying it's Cars. We'll just leave it, at, let's just say it's a, a franchise. A mobile game. A mobile game that okay. involves anthropomorphic Cars. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the uh, the other franchise also involving anthropomorphic Cars. I'm neither cars. confirming nor denying any of Okay, okay. all right, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm trying that. to play it safe it's here. It's not very convincing. But you're like, yes, so you're doing it, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're doing it at this address with this, you know. Come on. All right, so okay. it's a completely yeah. different franchise than yeah. the Disney Cars. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. people? Yeah, so... Don't want to mislead you, right? So yeah, you. So give so me a line like, here. Like here's what here's a line. Like now that was a master class in speed. But <laughs> what you do if you do pre life, right? You're like, oh, now that was a master class in speed. 
It's like I gives it a little more that, yeah. And then you cut the thing out, you know? So just by you doing the hoo yeah. like that, you, that gets you all excited. Yeah, it gets you it all excited, more yeah. And you do like, you know, you're supposed to like visualize who you're talking to. Are you supposed do, to gesticulate, do yeah, the hand things? Yeah, a lot of gesticulation. Although I do that anyway, apparently. Because yeah, so I put I. up a video last time and this Russian girl was like, you talk like a 70-year-old man. And I think she means because of my gesticulations. Because hmm. I do, apparently me and Bernie Sanders have very He's similar a lot gesticulations. Of like, what? You know. I, I could see yeah. that. I could see that. So, so, um, and I've always done that. I've done that when I was 16. You know, this is me. A lot of Jewish people do that. Yeah. It's a very it's a characteristic. So do you have like a coach? Yeah. You have a vocal coach. It's a friend of mine who does this for a living. I do this for a living. Yeah. So he, what does he, he, does he do? Does he just sit there and... Uh, He's taught like, me and, and tells you how to do the pre-life. Yeah, he taught me all these techniques and what have you, you know. Because I, because I was just, re- I would, just, I would have just read it. Like, yeah, I'm reading it in my voice. That should be good enough. But he's like, no, you gotta like, you're, like, you're acting. Yeah, yeah, you're actually yeah, yeah, acting. You're acting. So, and it, it, you gotta get up sometimes. Look at, you know, it's a whole thing. When, uh, when I was a strip club, learning how to be a strip club DJ, like right. I, initially, I just kind of did it, you know, like figured it out on the way. But mm-hmm. when I got to like the big leagues, like working at the Gold Club, okay, I kind of had a mentor. Yeah. this guy named uh, Giovanni, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he was just a real derelict. This dude, big big cokehead. Um, but he was like, he was a really funny guy and he was great on the mic, had a great voice. He was really funny, great at like off the cuff. But anyway, he was teaching me how to do it. And the whole time he would sit there with like a big bag of cotton balls mm-hmm. and he would dip it in his vodka orange juice. And every time I fucked up or every time I wasn't excited enough, just like throw it and just nail me in the face. Mm-hmm. So it's like after a while I learned. So does your vocal coach do a similar That's a waste uh, of vodka. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, coach is very nice. The drinks are free there, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he would just okay. sit there and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, you fucked up her name. Nope, mm. you didn't say the right. Your timing is off. It's just like nailing me. So it's yeah. like it's just like I had like vodka orange juice all over my face. Okay, yeah. Nope, he's very kind. Don't so there's me. none of that. None of that. Yeah, yeah but th- th- does that work? Does that teaching work? There's no fear. You have no intimidation. There's no fear. <laughs> it's like your Obi Wan. Yeah, I guess pretty much. There's no carrot. There's no stick. I don't believe yeah. in that kind of teaching. Just, just an old man. In the I like desert. to rule with an iron fist. Okay, you know that's that's the way I go. But anyway, um, how much does a gig like that pay? Apparently, your brother does too. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like two hundred dollars an hour. Jesus Christ, two hundred bucks an hour. That's not union, and that's non-union. How much do union guys make? I don't know. That's fucking remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am amazed. Two hundred so, bucks an hour. I got to do something. You got to serve. Somebody, that would be that would you know? be great. So. That'd be awesome. I hope it works yeah, out. Yeah. So when you're getting the union, you must be making like 600 bucks an hour. Yeah, you're making a lot of money. And there's a lot of video games, so. Yeah. God, you know, that, that would yeah. be great. Well, let mm-hmm. me know if, um, I don't know, if there's like any openings for like, I don't know, what kind of voice could I do? Like a little like webtoed duck boy or something? Yeah, duck boy, uh, <laughs> an imp. An imp, an impish character. Imp, yeah, you know? that, that'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I could see myself doing that. Yeah, yeah. you'll have to let me know. Yeah. People, this is episode 579 here is sick and wrong. We have stories coming up next. But first, here's a word from Adam Neve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys since both of my wives died and my Logaric's disease got pretty bad let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring but 
thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle d-i-d-d-l-e I am now a new man thanks so Harrison uh, you know I forgot to ask you how's the uh, the whole sobriety thing going are you holding up uh, barely Barely? I'm barely fucking holding on, man. Well, your you mother know? was in town. I can imagine that must have been... That would drive me to drink. I've had a week. I've had a fucking week, you know? And, like, I had a friend of mine relapse. Ooh. And then, like, I had to go over there, and I had to take her to the hospital, and, you know... Holy and, shit. Relapse on what? Booze. Booze. And I... Did, yeah, and it was, well, like, after alcoholic. 2 a.m., I had to drive over there. She's like, I need to drink or else I'm going to go into seizures. And I'm like, well, no one sells alcohol. So I got to take you to the hospital and you can give her your van. And I, you didn't have any booze on you? Well, no, no, I you got went, rid oh, yeah, of I I nothing. About, you got rid of everything. I got yeah. rid of everything, motherfucker. So wait, so she, are you her sponsor? Is that how no, this works? No, we're, uh, we're each other's unofficial sponsor, kind of. Do you have a sponsor? She helped me, not yet, no. Do you, when do you get that? Or do you not get it with your I program? get it when I fucking find somebody who's not fucking stupid. And I haven't done that yet. So. Don't you have to get like an old guy who's been sober for like 10 years? Somebody that's been sober for like a few years. And it's um, supposed to be a male, you know? Well, I hope you don't want me to be your sponsor because I'd no. be the worst sponsor ever. No, I don't. I'd be the worst. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm just but giving you that. I'm apparently a good sponsor because I, I show up and take you to the hospital. So she know? called you in the middle of the night. Was yeah. she like having the, you know, shaking? She's she... about to get there. She, she, drank, she... she drank seven bottles of wine that day. Fuck, seven bottles of wine. In a day. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it was like serious. Like I, I felt like a fucking amateur, to be honest. I was Seven like, bottles of wine. Yeah. And just like the way, you know, the I whole thing. I, I don't understand that yeah. though. If you're an, an alcoholic, yeah. would you want to get the alcohol with the highest amount of, you know, the highest proof content? Because would you rather drink like, two fists of vodka rather than seven bottles of wine there's more alcohol in two fists of vodka it's easier to drink wine well if you what if you mix the vodka into like orange juice maybe you prefer wine or cosmos yeah <laughs> I, no, I, what if you're a girl you drink drunk any of this every time i bring up anything like this you're like well why does it you know i guess okay it's your drug of choice yeah, your yeah. drug of choice is wine yeah that's a lot of wine why do they call it apple jacks it doesn't taste like apples <laughs> <laughs> um, just God, you must be computer. urinating just purple. Who me? No, she must be. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just like yeah, well, purple it was urination. White wine. Oh, it's white wine. Pinot Grige. Pinot you know, Grigio. Grige. Seven bottles of the Grige. The Grige. Yeah. You so. must be just. I would be on the floor. Yeah. Wasted. She's got a very high tolerance. I was wow. trying to get her into a detox, but I still had to buy her wine, so she didn't like. She's shaking like a fucking Polaroid picture. You know, the whole thing was was like a nightmare. So what and happened? I, she passed out. I couldn't get back in the apartment. I the de, the car from detox came, didn't pick you know she couldn't God. get in touch with her, so left. And it's been, been several days of her just, the phones off. I don't know if she's dead. I have no idea what's going on. Jesus Christ! I don't know yeah, if I handled harsh. this improperly. I don't. I, I, this is beyond my expertise. You wow. Know? Yeah. Yeah. God. So, hmm. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, it's I a guess fucking I could... nightmare. Well, it's a good thing she has you as a sponsor, willing to drive out of Santa Monica in the middle of the night. I'm not a sponsor. Um, all right, well, <laughs> yeah. fake sponsor. Yeah. Um, it's Jeez. also probably a good thing that she's not uh, overdosing on opioids because, uh, I mean, it sounds like she's she abuses drugs, opioids, 
Yeah. You know, you can die. Cause you are, I guess you can overdose on alcohol, can't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can. So seven it's very, you know, dehydration, all that shit. You can die from fucking alcohol withdrawal. Yeah. That's why when somebody's like, I need alcohol, you kind of need to give it to them. That's how uh, Bob Madigan died. Yeah. Okay. He didn't have alcohol. He, yeah. His body just gave it's out. It's also how Amy Winehouse died, I think. Yeah. You know? So uh, I read about this new, uh, the new drug, this yeah. new drug on the scene. So uh, we are in the midst of an opioid crisis. Uh, I'm sure yeah. you, you know, that, which I find kind of amazing. Like, because back when I was, you know, back when I did heroin, like in the 90s, like heroin was so chic back then. Yeah, Remember? It, it was. was just like everybody did it. Yeah. Everyone did heroin. But now the opioid crisis is like five times worse because everyone does uh, painkillers. It's prescription painkillers. They do, do painkillers and they also do like the, the China white on the East Coast is actually just something called carfentanil. Okay, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, they, it's like, and you could just order carfentanil from China, and it's like like fentanyl's like ten times stronger than heroin or something, and then like carfentanil's like twenty times stronger than that. Carfentanil does it look? Is it a powder? It's a white powder. Yeah, white powder. And it's like you could just like if you order it from China, you can get it for like two grand. They'll fudge the customs forms. You could just get it, and then if you go if you get it and you just take a handful of the stuff and you walk into a fucking like jack in the box and throw it in the air, everybody dies. Jesus. Yeah, that's how strong it is. Like, if you open it wrong, and it just, like... So, are people just ODing on it all the time? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying. Because you need, like, a chemist to split it up into micrograms, and it's a whole thing. Believe me, I've tried. That's what I was wondering, because a lot of, like, uh, a lot of uh, drug addicts, heroin users... Mm -hmm tend to kind of understand how pharmaceuticals work and they can like cook yeah. drugs up. Every, as soon do... as everybody sticks a needle in their arm, they're fucking Yeah, they're doctor, fucking pharmacologists. You know, yeah, yeah. But um, that's what amazes me about this new drug. Yeah. It's called, uh, it's called Lope. Have you heard of this? Lope? Uh, Lope, no. Lope. No. Loperamide. Um, also known at, by its, uh, its brand name, Emodium. Uh, it's the diarrhea drug. Right, Apparently, sure. uh, people yeah. are, have gotten so desperate that they're abusing... Amodium, the diarrhea drug. Jesus. Yeah. Loperamide. Yeah. Um, and the, the weird thing about it, too, mm. which I don't understand, it's so opioids anyway, yeah. painkillers, heroin, they, it causes constipation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, is it, it's, it's just a common thing. Like yeah. If you, it's a and so thing. if you abuse it, yeah. you're probably going to be constipated. Yeah. So what's the longest you ever went without taking a shit? Probably five. Five days? Five days, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you do have to take a shit, do you have to take stool softeners just to get it out of you? That happened to me once. God. I couldn't even imagine. But normally, no, it was just like, I just been, I was camping, so I just kept taking Imodium every day because I didn't want to shit in the situation (laughs) that we had. Um, And then afterwards, I stopped taking it and then I just like shit for a whole day, you know? Well, so opioids Mm. already cause constipation. So when you're abusing another opioid called loperamide, which is in uh, Imodium, that must be like, you know, maximum constipation. Yeah. Like constipation on steroids. So apparently uh, in extremely high doses of Imodium, and I'm talking like hundreds of pills a day. Okay. Not just one or two. It can produce a high and uh, ease withdrawal symptoms. So now it's uh, the the big thing in the middle of this yeah. opioid endemic. They've been uh, seeing a, a, a spike in overdoses of loperamide. And doctors are like, Imodium? Seriously? Like, that's what you're using now? Can't these kids just choke themselves out or something? You know, like, what? <laughs> wait, what happens when you overdose? You die. 
Oh. Like it's just yeah, it's okay. the same kind of thing. <laughs> so um, and doctors have been yeah. playing catch up on it because they're just like we okay. didn't even know people were using this. But yeah. Apparently, there's uh, different forums a lot of drug users go to, and loping's been around yeah. for a few years. Bluelight.ru guys. Yeah. Hey. So they describe yeah. detailed loperamide regimens for treating withdrawal. One commenter calls it my new best friend. Um, what they mm. do is they take uh, like 400 to 500 tablets a day. They put it in a blender make a smoothie mm. and they drink it over a couple hours it causes severe constipation you just never shit again you just don't but then yeah. you take laxatives oh so you got to balance it out with laxatives and stool softeners is it worth it i mean i guess i've you know i've never gone through the sickness so i imagine uh, that doesn't sound worth it <laughs> that sounds like i mean if you if you dope sick you might try it but i mean yes it sounds like a fucking nightmare you know? it, yeah yeah it, it really just i God don't yeah, i don't get it you know uh, so because uh, that would just it seems like your body would just store the shit until you're like that Italian cruise ship just, you know it's just I just like picture shit. it like you're coming out in a yeah. big cubic square of yeah, yeah, feces yeah. just yeah. like bam yeah like I yeah god I couldn't shit imagine shit starts that. coming out your pores you know <laughs> like I don't know how that works I remember one time yeah. I uh I've only taken a laxative once. Mm-hmm. But I was like visiting, I think my brother and my mm-hmm. and my, my father was in Chicago and I was in Chicago and I hadn't shit for like, like five days. Yeah. So I was, and that weekend I was going mm-hmm. to Vegas to hang out with friends. So I was like kind of worried about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just take a laxative. Mm-hmm. And so I got the chocolate X-lax and yeah. I, I ate some of that. Did nothing. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? I thought I was going to start shitting. Yeah. And so that night, the next day we go out to breakfast and it just hit me. It hit yeah. me like, like a gut punch. I was yeah. just like, oh my God. And I'm like running to the bathroom, shit yeah. my guts out for yeah. like an hour or two. Yeah. No Going back to my brother's that. apartment, I'm using the toilet there, mm. shit my guts out. And that, that night I had to get on a plane and go to Vegas mm. to go meet friends. So I, I take a bunch of Imodium Ugh. to stop the shitting. And so we get to Vegas and my friend's okay. like, dude, I got two eight balls of cocaine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, seriously. Yeah. Cause that's another thing that yeah, would just sure. cause you to shit. That'll do it. So I ended up doing a bunch of lines and it was just like the war waging within like, yeah. who's going to win here? The emodium, the cocaine. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a good way to, to handle your digestive system. No. And then it sounds like this is like even worse. So, um, once you get loperamide into the, into the brain, it has similar effects as other opioids, drowsiness, depressed breathing, and it can cause even death in, uh, in overdoses. Is um, this going to result with me having to get, a fucking employee to open the secret locked case to get fucking emodium now. Well, that's what I was getting to. Fuck. So now that uh, this has become a drug, that they're like, you know what? We're gonna have to like, uh, we're gonna have to make it more difficult to buy. <sighs> you know, now it's now at like Walgreens mm. and Rite Aid, they're gonna require an ID to buy diarrhea drugs. Okay. So it's like, not only is it just embarrassing enough where you're like buying a thing of Pepto or, mm. or Imodium, now it's like, you got to get carded to buy Imodium. So if you don't have your ID with you and you're mm. holding in, you know, your diarrhea, yeah. you're not going to get it. That's shit. <laughs> it Literally. is shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, diadri- yeah, diarrhea drug misuse is just a small, almost absurd part of the larger opioid epidemic. So epidemic. Okay. It's kind of crazy to me that it just, that's the one thing about drug users in general. They are very, they're a creative breed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those people will just like. You get, if I was half as fucking, in, you know, um, had half as much ingenuity as I had when I was a fucking junkie, like in my twenties, I'd be like a billionaire now. I mean, it just amazes know? me. Like I never yeah. would have thought like, hey, you know, if yeah. I take... 500 yeah. pills of Imodium, yeah. I might get high. Yeah. 
Like I just it never would have occurred to yeah. me. No, I and it's like you did yeah. you know, I had I had like the credit card scams and I had like a fucking bootleg C D business on eBay. I had all the shit that you just yeah. come up with ways to make money and it's like Jesus it's Christ. Drugs. Yeah. Um all right, next story we got here. Uh, this is an interesting one. Okay. And I, I wonder if you were, like, what inspired you to go sober is a similar situation. Yeah. Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp, one of your favorite musicians. Sure. Says Scott Whelan's ghost visited yeah. him in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott Stapp. Yeah. When's the, the last time I thought about this guy? So Scott Stapp, he's the, uh, the very talented singer of Creed. Oh, yeah. Um, With arms wide open. <laughs> one of the worst bands I've Herb ever heard. Um, the last yeah. time I thought about that guy, I had read yeah. in the news that he, there was a sex tape of Kid Rock and Scott Stamp, like yeah. double teaming some girl in a how trailer. Much, how much money would you pay to not see that? I was about to say, like, yeah. you know, I remember reading about that and then thinking about that to delay orgasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. the idea <laughs> of Scott Stapp and Kid Rock yeah. double teaming a girl. That will take the place of puppies playing baseball. Just full you on know, Eiffel as, Tower. Yeah, yeah sure. And Kid Rock's like, come on, lock yeah. the fingers, bro. Yeah. Lock the fingers. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, former Creed frontman Scott Stapp has been in th- through some serious shit. The guy's mm-hmm. like, I know he's been through several rehabs. He's sure. had uh, nervous breakdowns. He um, tried to kill himself tried to, twice. Yeah, tried to kill himself twice. The which, rapper T.I. saved his life, apparently. Yeah, regrettably, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, fucking T.I., I hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, in a new GQ profile, he's discussing his sobriety and yeah. his new position in a band that I will never, I will go out of my way never to mm-hmm. listen to called Art of Anarchy. Yeah. Which uh, Harrison had looked up before we got on the air here. It's a uh, super Worst group. super group I've Equivalent ever seen. of audio diarrhea, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Um, it's what, the, one of the guys from Disturbed. It's like the guy from Disturbed and then it's like the guitarist from Guns N' Roses dad's roommate you yeah, know and I, like I, yeah it's just like but not even a not even yeah. a real original member of guns and roses yeah it's like one of the other guys that yeah. played with axel for yeah. chinese democracy yeah show it's like up. his yeah it's like his yeah. dad's roommate mm. and uh oh, it's just a terrible terrible thing and i couldn't yeah. even imagine what the music yeah. would sound like but when uh Whelan died yeah. stapp replaced him mm. um so in this interview, Scott Stapp, Scott Stapp described the time he rented out the same tour bus in which former Stone Temple pilot singer Scott Whelan died, which I bet he did on purpose. He claims to have under, undergone a crazy mystical experience, a paranormal experience. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, he was in the bathroom. He describes this. This is in his words. It was almost like Whelan speaking to me from the grave, man. <laughs> It was a very weird feeling that I felt. I remember being in the bathroom. I wonder if he was like in mid shit or yeah, something. Yeah. I'm um, just being like, oh, I'm shitting. Uh, looking in the mirror on the bus and really feeling like I could hear him saying, dude, this could have been you. Yeah. And this could be you if you continue that path. Don't do what I did. Don't go down that road. So that inspired him to get uh, sober yeah. and go to rehab. Did Scott Wilden die on a tour bus? Apparently, I don't know. Okay, because I I, somebody t- once told me the theory that like you can't if you die in a hotel room or something, you're trapped. Your spirit is trapped in the hotel room. So like Graham Parsons, yeah, Graham Parsons yeah. at the, the yeah. place in Joshua Tree. Yeah, it's yeah. trapped in there. So um, I wonder if Scott Wilden's trapped on a bus. You know, 
<laughs> and, and you yeah. could rent out this bus to, yeah. to talk to him. Yeah. So I wonder if a lot of rockers who are having like a drug crisis mm. rent this bus out just to like speak to uh, Whelan from yeah. Beyond the Grave. I summon the spirit of Scott <laughs> Whelan. <laughs> like yeah. the ghosts of grunge past. Yeah, like, no, that would be the Kurt worst Cobain? Christmas Carol <laughs> update I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, it's like Kurt yeah. Cobain, who yeah. else? Lane Staley. Lane Staley, Scott yeah. Wheeland. Yeah. You and know, Lane Staley doesn't even say anything. He yeah, just nods he just sits out the there. whole time. I, I picture, this is what I picture. I picture, yeah. uh, like, Lane Staley just kind of <laughs> shaking his head and being like, fucking asshole. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Cobain just being like, dude, just stop making music. Yeah. Just do something else. Yeah. Just go, eat, maybe try killing yourself again. Yeah. Or just, just go work, yeah, then go work at be, Target. Then you'll be around, then I'll have to run into <laughs> oh, you. Oh, yeah, then, he would, then he'd your, be on the bus. Yeah, in the suicide inferno, you know, Dante's inferno section that deals with suicide. But I could see Whelan, yeah. though, just being like, come on, man, just don't yeah. do this role. Keep making music. Yeah. You should be the front man for my old band. Yeah. Art of, Art of Anarchy. <laughs> So um, the ghost exchange had a significant effect on Stapp. Mm. Um, it's just one of those weird things that kind of like the stars aligned. The yeah. universe arranged itself at the right time to further impact me. And the solidify. ghost exchange just sounds like a, like a used clothing store. <laughs> the ghost exchange. And solidify yeah. my commitment to my recovery. It was a God moment. Wasn't Creed like a religious band too? Just to make it worse, like the yeah. band already sucked. Yeah, but weren't they religious? They might have been, but I mean, anyone who goes into recovery starts saying things like the God moment, you know, the uh, you know. But I mean, when I, I no, I mean, when I decided to get sober, I actually was like visited by the ghost of Fred Durst, and I was oh, like, yeah, and I was Fred like, Durst. you're not even dead. <laughs> and he's like, no, I've astral projected myself into your room, and I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to rehab. You know what? I can't handle this. It's funny awful. thing about Fred Durst. Yeah. Uh, so last night, it was uh, my girlfriend's birthday. So yeah. I took her out to this new magic club in Hollywood. Very hip. It's called the Black Rabbit Rose. And you got to get reservations online, and they do this whole show in the yeah. back. Apparently, yeah. Fred Durst yeah. hosts a jazz night at this place during the week. Yeah. That guy is like a jazz aficionado. He also directs films now or something. Dude, could you picture that guy sitting yeah. there listening to like John Coltrane yeah. and being like, you know, just drinking yeah. a cognac? Yeah, yeah. Like fucking Fred Durst MCs a jazz night at a Hollywood club. I think they cloned Fred Durst. They made like 300 clones of him. And then they just sent the clones out to work at vape shops. Because everybody who works at a vape shop looks exactly like Fred with the fucking hat. With a hat and back and the goatee. And the whole thing. Well, yeah. he still the looks the same. And he the still fucking... has a goatee. Yeah. And it, but yet, I think he's trying to legitimize himself. Like, yeah. To try to like distance himself from his Limp biscuit past. Yeah. He's like, no, actually, I'm cultured, man. I'm into jazz. Yeah. It's like, I, I just can't even fathom going to a jazz night hosted by Fred Durst. However, I'm going to make it my mission to do so. Yeah. So I'll let you know when I go. Well, you can take a cookie and stick it up your yeah, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you have here for the next story? Ben sends this in and says, uh, takes dogging to a whole new level. Ooh. Yeah. Advanced dogging. Forgot to do some pre-life on that one, but. Woman who had sex with three dogs claimed she didn't know it was wrong. I guess yeah. it depends on where you live. Yeah. She uh, in, the, in the States? Because aren't there certain states that, that bestiality is legal? I think this legal? is in the UK. Oh, okay. Because it's like saying words like Bowditch. And I don't think there's anywhere named Bowditch in the United States. 
Well, I imagine though, like what about like whales? Like whales, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's legal. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's their name. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is like in England somewhere. Whales, it might be legal. Yeah. You know. Do you think Um, in Wales, it's like no, you can't shag a dog, but you can shag a sheep. Yeah. Like it's like they they have like rules, like stipulations. Large pheasants. You know, (laughs) large. Yeah, uh, a pensioner who had sex with three different breeds of dogs claimed she did not realize it was illegal. Three different breeds. Yeah. Hmm. I, I guess I can understand that. It's like an obscure law that's still on the books from like 200 years ago. You know, it's kind of uh, obsolete now. But did she think it was like ethically wrong? I don't. I mean, did yeah. she have like an ethical issue with it, no. like a moral quandary, or is she yeah. just like, no, it's the dogs having fun, I'm having fun. Mm, I, I guess so. Yeah. I remember. I uh, guess she thinks like it's a pet. You could do what you want with it. I remember yeah. Wackerly used to argue, and we do a bestiality yeah. story because there seemed to be a bestiality story most every week. Sure. He used to argue that if the animal is getting fucked, then it's wrong, but if the animal's fucking you then it's no problem because a dog just kind of thinks it's just a, you know, it's a horny dog and now it's just getting off. I could understand that. Do you agree with that though? Uh, ethically, it, it does cross a taboo, but that shouldn't be a legal issue, you know? I, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's just wrong to, uh, I, I just don't think the animal understands. Right. I don't think the animal is able to comprehend what's going on. Animals just don't understand. <laughs> they certainly don't. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Carol Bowditch, 64, was filmed having sex with a St. Bernard, a black Labrador, and an Alsatian. Whoa. Aren't wow. Alsatians small? Or are they... Yeah, they're German Shepherds. They're like the... Sh- okay, yeah. yeah. Those are yeah. big dogs. All right. Bigger than American a German Shepherds. fucking St. Bernard. I wonder if it was one of those St. <laughs> Bernards with like a barrel of brandy on its collar. You know those? Those Dude, rescue ski yeah, dogs. St. Bernards are massive. Yeah, yeah. It's like a 180 pound dog. Yeah. That's a huge dog. I couldn't even imagine. It must have like a big horse dog. Like big horse dog. Yeah, they're like horses. You know? Yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder like if she compared them, you know? What a... Because why would you do... You, I guess you got to be like, which one's the best? Yeah, but I wonder if it's like if you graduate, like yeah. if you start at the Labrador, move to the Alsatian, and then suddenly get up to the St. Bernard. Like the butt plugs that increase in size. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Okay. But what position are you using? Because I'm assuming you you know a little more about this than me. Oh, but dog fucking? <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> first of all no <laughs> second of all i'm not going to dignify that with the response okay i'm just not all right let's hypothesize yeah. okay do you think she's doing it no pun intended doggy style that's why i'm not going to dignify of course well of course i don't know is. i mean she could yeah. lay on her back yeah no she's doing reverse cowgirl what fuck you no but i'm just saying get out of here don't you think You're legs fired. up the dog could still do it maybe May- I, yeah i don't know yeah it depends on the dog yeah I mean, have you ever tried to like dance with a dog? It can only do it for like 30 seconds. You know, where you like, it jumps up on two legs. Yeah, but I'm just saying if she was laying yeah. on her back, you know. she like held up her, you know, backs of her knees. So yeah. it's like legs behind her, yeah. her ankles behind her shoulders. You know, I wonder if the dog would just get on there and just yeah, hump. It's going to be like, yeah, it gets claws in your face. You know? Oh, yeah, it might be It's going to be annoying. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I'm glad we worked this out. Glad we took the time <laughs> to work this out. I'm trying um, to visualize yeah. it here. Her activities was ex- were exposed as a result of an RAF police investigation. Uh, Royal Air Force. Okay, wow. Actually, I don't know. I'm just, I, 
I'm just assuming. Uh, where this is like N, you know NCIS or something where it's like we only serve solve crimes related to the Navy somehow or the Marines, uh, which centered on a man identified as organizing a bizarre sex party at which owners watched their dogs having sex with women and then went on to have sex themselves with the women. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with English people? That's a crazy party, man. What the fuck? Like, you know, I've been to a lot of weird parties. Yeah. I'm assuming you've been to a lot of weird oh, yeah. parties. But if I was at a party like that, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you think you get on that list? Like, how do they test the waters with new member? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what? I don't even know how you join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is there like a, like a secret test? Do you got to have a code? Yeah. Do you show them like, I don't know. Like uh, you know, watership down or something, and they, see if they get an erection. Yeah, I, I mean, they just slowly like work your in. Like one minute you're at the party, you're making out with this chick, and then you like close your eyes for a second, and then you're just like making out with a dachshund <laughs> all of a sudden, and you're like, oh shit! And if you're like fine with it, then that's they move. But ahead. It's, it sounds like yeah. if it's a bizarre sex party, someone brings their Saint Bernard, someone brings their Rottweiler, <laughs> another person's like, well, I'm gonna bring my chocolate lab. Yeah, you know, it's like okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wonder if they're just like. I wonder if they go around the neighborhood. It's like a pet playdate. Yeah, I wonder if they go around the neighborhood horrible. and they're just like, oh, you know what? He's got a new Doberman. Have you yeah. seen his new Doberman? Yeah. Let's bring him. Let's invite yeah. him to the party. That Shiva Inu is fucking foxy as hell. Uh, details of the event were later posted on an internet forum specializing in bestiality. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, the investigation led police to visit Bowditch. And when her home was searched, officers found a DVD and a USB stick, which both contained film of her with the dogs. Wow, so she kept the movies. Yeah. I wonder if the police sent like a canine unit undercover <laughs> to the party. <laughs> like it was a police dog? Yeah, like with a police a camera. dog. Like a, yeah, yeah. It's got a camera in its collar. Dude, this would have been a perfect use for Chomp. Yeah. Like they could have sent the been. robot dog in yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Up, or your, you could, up your poop, Grandma. Just like you could have right sent there. Vicky from uh, Small Wonder to <laughs> meet with pedophiles. To a pedophile party. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? You're onto something. I bet you, I like, you know, 50 years from now, yeah. that's probably what they're going to use a lot of androids for. Yeah. And they're going to send them to, like, bust pedo rings and bestiality things. But then people will start fucking them. Like, it's not going to be good. I do think that's going to be, gonna be an anybody. issue, though. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, it's not a real kid. Yeah, but it's an android. And then there's going to be like some moral quandaries there. That is there. a thorny it's issue. It's a thorny issue, I don't yeah. want to get anywhere near yeah. that. Um, yeah, so, um, god damn. Victoria Rose, the prosecutor, told the court, when the DVD was analyzed, it was found to contain extreme images. Those images portrayed persons committing penetrative sexual acts with dogs. Wow. You know, I got to yeah. say one thing. Yeah. I would rather watch that dog fucking tape than yeah. the Kid Rock Scott yeah. Stapp. I think I would too. <laughs> Double team tape. I think I would too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, included was an 8 minute and 59 second video of Mrs. Bowditch engaging in vaginal and oral sex with a St. Bernard <laughs> dog named Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> look at her. Look oh. at her using Oscar's knob. Now, which what kind of was it? Giving it a nub job. Was the dog licking her vagina, or was she sucking its dick? I think she was sucking its dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the red rocket to come out. Okay, yeah. God, Jesus Christ, it's horrible. Can you ma Can you imagine if like a Saint Bernard came in your mouth? 
It'd be like a whole milkshake, you know, I, I in just, your mouth. I would time. love to hear the nar- yeah. the narration going yeah. on with uh, with yeah. the English people. You know who I bet you is into this type mm. of shit? Piers Morgan. I bet you Piers Morgan would yeah. be at this party. Yeah. It's probably Piers Morgan's house it is, where yeah. this is happening. Because I could totally be in like, oh, yeah, here. Here's yeah. Oscar. Yeah. He's got a big willy. Right. Big red willy. Yeah. Piers Morgan, that guy, is probably the dog fucking. He's frying all sorts of horrible yeah. things. Uh, when the defendant was interviewed, she admitted she had penetrative sex with dogs. She accepted it had taken place over several years. She was unaware it was illegal. <laughs> Again, one of those obscure laws, <laughs> I, I guess. That, I still just know. don't get that. Like, yeah. how would you not think yeah. that that was wrong? Did she? She must have thought like what you were saying. It's just taboo. Yeah, you know, it's taboo, and it's well. Not. This sounds like it's not a great scene. Uh, let me continue here because this whole scene's bad. Were you just saying it was directed poorly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the eight minute fifty nine second video, that and let me tell you, was terrible. That guy, that lady's no Kubrick. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, just just one shot awful. the entire yeah. time. Who does a star yeah. wipe on a fucking Saint Bernard sex video? And the worst you know? crane shot I've ever yeah. seen. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, she identified the dogs. She said she had penetrative sex once with a Labrador, twice with an Alsatian. Whoa. Twice with He's the Alsatian. He's probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Labrador's probably just kind of lackadaisical, whereas a St. Bern- Bern- a fucking German Shepherd's probably like, yeah. I don't know, I'm yeah. I could, yeah. I could see a German Shepherd probably yeah. has a pretty big dong, too. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I even talking does it, about does it this tell her which horrible. position she was using? No. <laughs> You're fired. All right. Clear out your desk. I was wondering its details. Okay. okay. Daniel Galloway, 65, of the same address, admitted aiding and abetting Bowditch to have intercourse with an animal. He also admitted charges of making indecent images of children, possession uh, of a prohibited image. 16, 18... 1,861 indecent images of children. Jesus. Yeah. His sentence was adjourned to a later date. You know, so this is what I'm saying. It's not a good scene. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah, bad yeah. scene. This is, this is a bad scene. Yeah. Not to mention, it's like, okay, yeah. the guy, you know, you'd think like, yeah. okay, the guy got caught with a bunch mm. of bestiality <laughs> images and videos. Yeah. He probably also has yeah. images of children, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Two go hand in hand. Like it's not the kind of part. Like imagine you're just coming to this party and you're just like, I bought, I brought a bottle of wine. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, where's your basset hound? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both she and Galloway have suffered considerable public humiliation, according to uh, her lawyer. Okay. Well, I wonder about that. Yeah. Like, so she's, you know, a pensioner. She's like, do you think she's a grandmother? Did they mention if she has kids? They don't mention. She probably does. They call her Mrs. So. Okay, so she's married. She's someone's she mom. married. I mean, would yeah. you have an issue? Like, Okay, I know you would have an issue. Yeah. Would you be able to overcome that issue and forget about this whole thing that happened with your grandmother, your mother? Or yeah. would you be like... No. You, How do you forget? I'd just avoid them. You, you, well, know? you would never speak to her again? I'd really try to avoid them as much as possible. Yeah, but I mean, what about holidays? What about her birthday? Nah. They would be off your list. I don't want to... Yeah, I would just... That, you, you know, know, Harrison, I think that's... Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's harsh. Nah, just I think it's awkwardness. harsh. Not, oh, it not is even like out of like a, you know, moral stance. Just like, I don't want to think about... You know, I'm just... <laughs> no, no. Because how do you not think about that? 
Well, the thing yeah. is with me, it would come up in yeah. like the most awkward circumstance. You yeah. Know? Like we'd be like in a Taco Bell drive through or something. And yeah. I would just be like, did you have to fuck the dog? Yeah. Why did you fuck the dog? Yeah. And it's St. Bernard. Jesus. Yeah. Could you well, just like, stop that, like, you know, a yeah. fucking terrier or something? Yeah. Like, why? I, I just, I don't know. Was the coyote gangbang necessary, was it? I, I, it would come up, but yeah. I think I think once it came up and mm-hmm. we talked about it, yeah. I think I'd be able to uh, just bring it up when I want to make fun of her. Because yeah. then I'd be like, you know what? You fucked the dog, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no matter what my internet never, history says about me, yeah. you fucked the dog. You can never have multiple dogs. high ground, yeah. 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 And and they'd be like, why don't, why do you always bring that up? You know what? <laughs> what you never bring up the times I didn't have sex with a dog. You know, uh, they have been ostracized by their friends and family. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what yeah. happens. They have suffered that added element of punishment, which in less less salacious cases would not be present. I would never ever let my dog be in a room alone with that. No, you can't. I would never. I'd like no. Hagibis and uh, Caliban yeah. would never be allowed around. No, them. no, you can't. I don't even know what they would do to them. No. Uh, Bodich was given a community service with 12 months uh, probation and a 16 week night curfew. At the animal hospital? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gave him a 16 week service yeah, yeah, in the veterinary yeah. clinic. Yeah. Where? Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> I forgot about it. <laughs> He's a dog walker for celebrities. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I fucked Michael Chiklis's poodle last week. Um, <laughs> uh, Judge Michael Heath passing... Passing. Passati! Judge Michael Heath passing sentence told Bowditch, what you engaged in was first of all unlawful and secondly disgusting. <laughs> I am told that you have received public humiliation as a result of the publicity that this case has attracted. That does not surprise me. Did they take the dogs away? That's what away? the judge said. Um, Don't you think they should give the dog to another home? I hope so. I wonder if yeah. a dog's had a taste. I wonder if they owned the dogs or if they just invited them over. <laughs> I'm assuming the one of them owned the St. Bernard. Uh, do you think the yeah. dogs, once they've had a taste for human pussy, like mm. human vagina, are just like, I don't want the dog pussy anymore? Or do you think it's the other way? Do you, like, I wonder if like they're, you know, if it's it, like a, like a, you know, a child's going to have sexual issues yeah. once it's been like touched or diddled. That, I mean, that would be do? a great question for me to answer if I ran a focus group for dogs, <laughs> which I don't. So um, I'm going to refrain <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that yeah. is a gnarly story. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, last story we have here was sent in from uh, Amanda via Facebook. Yeah. Um, condom clog pipe leads to prostitution arrests at Austin Massage Parlor. Mm. If it wasn't for those meddling plumbers, yeah. we would have gotten away with this. Okay. Um, Austin police say that they've discovered a prostitution ring at a massage parlor in Northwest Austin, Austin, Texas here. Um, they had to go undercover as plumbers. Um, and, uh, I'm joking about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were tipped off about the parlor after a waste pipe became clogged with condoms. There had to have been a hell of a lot of condoms. I guess so. Yeah. Do you, do you flush your condoms? I do. All the time? Yeah. You know, I used to do it all the time. People except- could make a homunculus with that, you know? I, su- I suppose they yeah. could. If, yeah. But wouldn't it be According to out? Paracelsus. Yep. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> you know what the thing is? There's my- a recipe in his book. It's like you take semen and you take some feces and you ferment it in a certain way and you got a little guy like, a, hi, how are you like doing? So- I'm very monkeyless. Well, like know? a little golem. Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, a little Oscar. <laughs> um, no, my, yeah. my last apartment, the pipes were yeah. so bad. Like I remember flushing condoms and uh, yeah, the pipes would get clogged. Huh. So, uh, yeah, so I, after that, I just started just wrapping them up in toilet paper, like a, yeah. like a tampon. Okay. And just throwing them away. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Here's your problem. Uh, your pipe's all clogged up with Jimmy hats. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got to take care of that. So mm. in court documents, please say Jade Massage Therapy, yeah. which is a great name for a rub and tug, yeah. uh, was part of a weeks-long investigation. Uh, police had received a tip from a property management company about a possible prostitution ring inside okay. the massage parlor. Sure. How can they tell that that was the only business in the strip mall that was flushing condoms? Why assume the massage parlor Yeah, why? Name? Maybe they're just fucking a lot in the, after work. Maybe it's the Renaissance Center. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? Right. Yeah, it's like, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's the yeah. Holocaust Center yeah, yeah, <laughs> across the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, the group became aware of the problem when a waste disposal unit uh, became clogged by hundreds of condoms. Mm. Uh, the owners of the massage parlor were identified as a woman named Juan Wang and her husband, Joseph Emery. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm saying Juan, but it's spelled yeah. Juan, like J-U-A-N. Okay. So I was about to say Juan Wang. But right. uh, it couldn't be that. It has to be Juwan. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Juan Wang. Juan Wang. Juan Wang uh, Dodge Chrysler <laughs> dealership. Why didn't they just name it Wang Massage Therapy? Yeah. <laughs> Is I mean, it just too obvious? Yeah. <laughs> like Jade Massage Therapy yeah. gives it that like element of like mystique. But it's like, no, it's, it's Wang Massage Therapy. Because that's yeah. kind of what it is. Um, two days before police were called to investigate the massage parlor, Wang was actually stopped at the airport by TSA. They had noticed that she had $30,000 in duct tape bundles in her baggage. Are you allowed to fly with that much money? No. Is there a limit? There's how much money you can have? 10 10 grand. 10 grand. Yeah. So she has 30 grand duct taped in uh, bundles in her baggage. Yeah. Uh, She said she was on her way to China for a medical procedure. The money came from her business, Jade Massage. Yeah. She told the officers she made about 20 grand a year. But when they pointed out she was carrying more than a year's worth of income, she became nervous and stopped speaking English. Yeah. It's like, okay, I just forgot how to speak English. Sorry. I thought you were going to say, like, you know, they noticed something odd at the airport when her hand was just a giant red callus, you know? (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, She was allowed to board her plane, though. Mm. After she gave police a contact number. So they're just like, sure, just go ahead. Yeah, okay. 30 grand. Um, during the investigation, and this is interesting, actually, uh, officers found numerous online ads for Jade Massage on Backpage.com. Right. So, so I guess they're still in business. And apparently. Well, I mean, if you have it, you, you could still put it in the massage section. You just can't oh, put it in, I the guess in, the, adult, in the adult the section. Adult section. The, Adulting. The ads contain yeah. photos of women along with Juan Wing's phone number. Uh, so they, they staked out the massage parlor. Yeah. This is like, this is top level cop, like, please. I'll give you work. $5 right now for Juan Wang's phone number. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they sat there um, eating pistachios, flicking them out the window, surveilling Jade Massage Therapy. They noticed Why a man. Why need that detail? I'm just saying. They, okay. Uh, I All added right. that. Uh, they right. noticed a man walk into the business at 10, 12 a.m. Mm. He was then seen leaving at 11.07 a.m. 
And this I didn't know they were allowed to do. They stopped him for an interview. Mm. And he said he see, received a regular massage, mm. which ended in a sexual act. Okay. And that he paid $40 extra in cash for it, mm. according to an arrest Why affidavit. That? Why would you do that? Did they arrest him? Yeah. That's idiotic. Get arrested. Yeah, but I mean, That's if you... That's the most okay, idiotic thing I've ever heard. If you went in there for a yeah. massage, you came out, yeah. and the pistachio-eating cops came out and busted you. Yeah. Or at least asked you for an interview. Mm. Would you ever say that you got a rub, you got Fuck a tug? No. no. I would just be like, oh, I got a massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, can they arrest you for that? No. Even if they're surveilling the place? I don't think they can. No, they can't, you know? Um, no. Have you ever actually been to one of these rub and tugs? No. Would you do it? No. There's a lot around here I, in K Town. I don't have any interest. There's a lot around. Like yeah. what I what I've always heard is, um, and I've actually been to mm. I've been to one. I think I wrote about it in my book. Mm. It was a story. I'm not going to go into it, but um, one of the rich guys at the, that owned the strip club took us all out there. Mm-hmm. And I there's one guy that was like I forget his name. I don't want to mention his name actually. But this one guy okay. like t- paid for everybody to go out there, and that uh, the girls are so young. They're so young. And I was just not down. Yeah. I was like, I was just not down to do it. And that's why I always imagine, like most of these massage parlors, it's like you have a girl who's obviously been sex trafficked from like yeah. Korea, and she's like 15 years old, and you're just gonna get a really sad blowjob. Yeah, Probably don't. a lot of tears, yeah. Yeah. a lot of crying. Okay. You know, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be a positive sexual experience. No. Um, I mean, I, I like to limit the crying to me when I masturbate <laughs> in, my, in my room. You know, so. Um, police executed a search warrant. They found Wang in a massage room with a naked man. A second naked man was found in another room with a female masseuse. Yeah. They also searched a couple's home where they found $60,000 in a safe. Mm. Uh, Wang said she hired the women through a friend. Mm. She said the women lived with her and Emery at their home and she paid them in cash. Uh, they're charged in, with uh, engaging in organized criminal activity and money laundering. So... Sounds you never like sex win. Trafficking too, yeah. Yeah, you never yeah. win when you have these rub and tugs. No, just so you know. I'm you sure don't. you. Can, I'm sure some people have. Probably one. I mean, there's yeah. a lot around here. Especially if you if you're doing it in a city where nobody gives a shit. There's a, certain cities the cops don't give two fucks about vice. I, I kind of think in L.A. they don't care. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like how much how much more suspicious can you get when yeah. it's like you have a massage parlor that's open at two a.m. Yeah, it's like two a.m. Right. Like if you're open till eight, yeah, I probably would suspect you. Yeah, you know, yeah, my neck's really tense. It's yeah. like three a.m. <laughs> it's like I, yeah. I, yeah, I need I need a yeah. back massage. So, all right. But anyway, people send your stories to grandpodcasthotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. Before we get to that, here's another word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you.
So, Harrison, we got a few phone calls to get to. Remember, people, 323-522-4032 is that number, and keep it under three minutes. Yeah, you fuckers. Um, the first call, actually, is from someone we haven't heard from in a while. Oh. Too long, actually. Mm-hmm. Too long for yeah. my taste. Um, D. Michael calls in with a drug story. Ah. Hey, it's D. Michael here. So, I just finished my first DMT trip. And all I gotta say, man, is shit just makes sense, man. <laughs> Wait, did he say DMT trip? Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't understand it. Mm. So he said it really fast. At first I thought he said DMT shit. I thought he said like... A like DM- I did DMT, it took a shit, and it was weird. I thought he said like a DMZ shirt. Like yeah. a, like the yeah. DMZ in uh, North Korea. Like I have a DMZ shirt because I'm a fan of the area between North Korea and South Korea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I uh, know he's talking about a DMT trip. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh my God. Makes sense. But anyway, for all those interested in what a DMT trip is like, I guess I can I give you a quick synopsis. Um, <laughs> okay. I we go talk with some weed and just took a snap. I'm sitting there, everything felt normal for a brief second, and then, bam! I get this ring in my ear. Fucking. Everything just gets squiggly, man. Like, you you look at things when it first, when it first hits you, and they just, they start to, like, triple and double and quadruple each other. Like, it just... What? What is, what's quadrupling it, the, themselves? Like, things that he's Every, looking at? I think he's talking it's about everything. trails. I think he's oh, just, he's seeing trails. Yeah. That's what it is. He's, and he's calling using, it squigglies. Yeah, I think he's just using his unique raconteur fucking okay, all right. style here. He's really painting the scene, though. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm in I'm yeah. in the trip. I'm of right. the trip right now. Yeah. Regular he's Timothy Leary. And then you just can't keep your eyes open anymore. And then you start seeing all these circles and like triangles and all this like weird geometry that you know you just couldn't imagine. And then you start to you know you go deeper than that, deeper than that, and then eventually it wears off and then you come back normal, pretty much more or less. And then it's kind of kind of like a like the ending of a of an acid trip or so, a little while. This just sounds like every psychedelic every experience I've ever had. Yeah, I've ever yeah. heard. Okay. And then you feel kind of high and really good about life, man. So uh, I, I'd recommend it. Totally. Peace out. Because <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people say they see gnomes on DMT. Really? El Duende. Well, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've taken DMT a couple times. Yeah. Been a while. Well, the one thing I noticed about DMT is it's a super intense trip, but it only lasts like, I don't know, the whole thing only lasts like an hour or two. Oh. And when I had it. Yeah. It wasn't, it just, la- but it was intense. Whereas acid, I've done acid and it's been like eight hours, oh, yeah. nine hours. It just is, yeah. goes on forever. Then the come down lasts like forever. It's a work day. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like mescaline and DMT, it's been like super intense, but just briefly. Yeah. You know, have you ever done salvia? Yeah. Smoked I tried salvia. Didn't do a thing for Didn't me. Didn't do a thing for Wow. Now that no. shit, yeah. that shit was like a fucking intense DMT trip for about 10 minutes. And then the rest of the time you're like, ah. I smoked and nothing happened. Wow. I, maybe you might have got some bunk salvia. But I mean, we actually talked about it on the podcast. I did it for the podcast because yeah. a lot of people used to call in. This is like back in 2007, mm. 2008. Remember like, a lot of people were posting salvia trip videos on yeah. YouTube. And so yeah. we talked about it. I had never done it. And so I asked Big Jer, my sister's yeah. husband. I was like, hey, you want to test this out yeah. for science, for the podcast? Yeah. And so we, I got the stuff. It was like 
50X, whatever yeah. the top, like the most potent sure. shit you could get. I still have it if you want some. Mm. But anyway, it was like, it's probably this years old. I mean, it's like 10 years old. Okay. It doesn't hold up. But I anyway, have the, I mean, I have the, the, the materials to make ayahuasca in my cabinet and have for three years. <laughs> No. I, I don't want any of that. Okay. But anyway, we just smoked it out of a bong. Yeah. And at first, it didn't really do much. Mm. And then I went up to go get a glass of water. And all of a sudden, like like what he was saying, like weird ge- geometric angles. Yeah. Like it was like I was in an M.C. Escher painting. And I'm like mm. trying to walk all weird. And I couldn't yeah. move around. <laughs> and then I'm like, what the? And I just yeah. smacked my face right into the side of the door. Yeah. And, it's like uh, at the end yeah. of Labyrinth. We were trying to catch David Bowie on the fucking upside down <laughs> stairs. Upside down stairs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm running upstairs, and that lasted for about ten yeah. minutes. It's very disorienting, and then yeah, and then I was just kind of headache. Yeah, hungover, like that headache, like coming down off cottage okay. cheese brain. I, apparently, a thing that happens with with Salvia is that you just you mistake people for other people. Yeah, actually, that like, that like didn't I'll, happen with yeah. me, but that happened with another guy that was there. Like I'll smoke it, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, "Oh my god, you're Roger Moore." But it's just you, you know, <laughs> um, like that famous video of Miley Cyrus, where she like thinks some random guy that she's with is her ex-boyfriend, but he's not. Was she on Salvia? Yeah. Was she really high? She just takes a hit, a big hit of Salvia. And she's like, oh my God, you're my ex-boyfriend. Well, I don't and think that's like, the no. way the Native Americans used to use Salvia. I think they, yeah. cook, they put it in a tea and you would drink it and sip it. And it was just kind of a little more mellow, a little yeah. more mild. Whereas yeah. Americans like, fuck that, stick it yeah. in a bong and let's right. gas mask that shit. Yeah. You know, it's like here we got to yeah. mainline it. But the, the Native Americans still did post little imp- incomprehensible videos to Instagram. <laughs> when they use it so it's just you know no, some things never change the fire water yeah alright uh, the second call we got here is um, it's about um, um, what makes a, a pedo like what what goes in like what what do you need like if what, you're going you to make a, a pedo bar? yeah if you're going to yeah. take that if you're going to create a homunculus that's going to later be a pedo these yeah. are the ingredients you need okay hi it's Vicky Tracy and James from the UK, and we yeah. love your podcast. And we've okay. got a kind of, kind of, I don't even know who you are, but um, Tracy's going to subscribe really soon. Listen, we've got a kind of shit-related kind of, um, uh, sort of question for you. Okay. Right? Recently, I saw a news article about some guy who kidnapped a 14-year-old girl, yeah. right? Locally round here, he kidnapped her. He got, he got, he got done for that. I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Oh, no, no, I do. <laughs> and he made her go to Coachella with him. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> some people in my my uh, some younger guys in my sport group were talking about trying to get to Coachella, and I just started thinking about like how up to how much money would I pay to, to not, not go? have to go yeah, to Coachella? To not go to get, like if yeah. I had to go and then I could pay like maybe a thousand dollars to not go, I think I'd pay it. You know, I, there is one thing about Coachella yeah. that I really like. Yeah. It takes a lot of the douchebags out of L.A. Yeah. Because that's the thing. No, it's, it's like, great. Right, yeah, yeah, I know. It's awesome. Yeah. Like this weekend, yeah. you can go to bars yeah. and it's not super packed. Like no, that, yeah. that Black Rabbit Rose bar I went yeah. to last night. I bet you normally line out the door of fucking idiots yeah. wanting to get in. Last night, not that bad. Yeah. You could go up to the bar. You could get a drink. So I'm thinking because a lot of those people right now are wearing Indian headdresses. Right. You know, with glow sticks at fucking Coachella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And what happened was he got done for um, kidnapping 
and also sexual activity with a 14 year old. I looked at the fucking picture on the on the news feed on my Facebook, and fuck me, he was in my class at school. Ooh, now, mm. the shit thing. This this is where it comes in. I'm wondering, right? This guy was kind of in the the remedial class at school. Should we say that's a political correct way of saying it? He was in a, he was in the remedial class. He went on a school trip with all the remedial guys, and he fucking shit himself down a cave, potholing on this school adventure trip. Right? All right, I'm confused. They were potholing. I have no idea what she that said. Was. They were in a cave. Yeah. So wait, they went spelunking on this. No, there's trip. a lot of kit. Like you can go to Cheddar. Where's that? I went to. Ch- it's a town in in England where they originally made cheddar and there's a cheese. cave yeah cheese and there's a cave um with where cheese it's like early it? man settled in cheddar <laughs> over one and there's a guy who tells you over one million years ago we also make fine cheddar cheese and we stored in these caverns and oh god he shit himself get him out of here immediately you know I, i'm assuming that's Hello. Prob- so this guy is already a loser. Yeah. yeah. Everybody makes fun of him. Yeah. Next thing you know, he yeah. shits his pants in the cave. Yeah. That would be the worst case scenario because where can you run to? It's You're a in cave. a fucking cave. It's a cave, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right? He shit himself. And everyone fucking laughed their bollocks off at him. <laughs> and he get caught. And he was like, he got caught washing his pants. Pants, that's like knickers to you no knickers knickers boxer, boxer short uh, you know underwear underwear to you american guys in the toilet on this uh, fucking trip we know what knickers are yeah okay? yeah, okay, yeah we're well like... aware of what knickers are yeah. do men even wear knickers uh um, I, I don't think so knickers, i thought right? only, yeah yeah it's not like one of those things where it's like somebody's like cod swaddling <laughs> and it's like what the fuck does that mean it's like oh that's like a hobgoblin's porridge you know that's <laughs> oh why do you have a word for that what does it matter with you people? So wait, this guy wasn't yeah. washing his, his regular like mm. jeans. He yeah. just was washing his underwear. And he wasn't eating his hobgoblin yeah. porridge either. It's a big problem. He got, and, and, and because he shit himself in the cave, and everyone took the fucking rip the shit out of him, and no one wants to sit next to him. Oh, I'm oh, just, fuck no. No one wanted no. to sit next to him on the bus on the way home. I'm just wondering whether... Because everyone fucking laughed at him for shitting himself. Whether, yeah, it turned him into a fucking <laughs> You got it, Tracy. You got it. Right, that's my shit story. Now, it's under three, three minutes. I have to say, guys, you are fucking amazing. And we're, we're a bit wasted. And we, we left you all the way from England. We, we miss Wackley, but we love her. So <laughs> I, I, Harrison, okay. you're, you're just... You're fucking brilliant and well done, mate. And Dee? This sounds like your friends like recording you a message when you're like on the space shuttle or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or like when you're at some, they're at summer camp yeah, or yeah. something and they're, yeah. Yeah, they're calling yeah. you. Mm. You're a fucking borrower or something. You're like fucking the tenth size of a normal human being. Sorry, what? I, I didn't catch that. Am I a burrower? Are you a bur- am I a burrower and do like you have a- the ten stars of a human being? Where am I a borrower? I mean, do, you, do you remember that the borrowers, those little guys that would just like cruise around in the back of your house and borrow shit? Well, like a gnome. Yeah, they're like gnomes, but there's oh, okay. a there's a movie called The Borrowers. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, to answer your I, question, I, I, yes, I'm a small he is, guy, but he is one. I don't know if yeah. I'm like that small. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, he's always like stealing my shoes. But then he brings them back and they're all polished and fixed. So I'm a, I'm yeah. a bit of a cobbler. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah, we I love don't you. Know who you are. We, <laughs> we love you. And this is under three minutes. And I've been trying to do this for fucking ages. But uh, yeah, podcast? I fucking love your podcast. You make my day at work fabulous. We love you. All right. Well, we appreciate Bye. the praise. Bye. We do. I feed off the praise. Of course we do, yeah. The adoration. Um, and you soon will be a follower too. Yeah, always in the good. Back to, who doesn't know who we are. Yeah, always good to hear from Vicky. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so what, what makes a pedo? What makes a psycho serial killer? I'm assuming. I think that's a, another symptom well, of his greater problem. I'm like public humiliation, but I'm, I'm saying Mm. that to me, like if she said that this kid ended up going in and shooting a bunch of people at the Tesco or something Mm. or shooting a bunch of people at target, I would say that that makes more sense. Like uh, that, that correlation seems to make more sense than this person going out and diddling some kids. Right. Because I mean, he shit himself. Everybody made fun Mm. of him. Obviously they made fun of him for years and years. That Mm. wouldn't lead me. That would not lead me to go diddle some children as revenge. It would lead me to stockpile arms and then go to like, you know, the local high school dance and just unload on all you people that laughed at me. Or he may have just had an earlier trauma and then the uh, going to the bathroom uncontrollably is a symptom of that trauma. Shitting, Betty wedding, you know, that kind of shit. So you're thinking maybe his uncle sodomized him. Yeah. Thus, loosening his sphincter control... Maybe his uncle sodomized him and then the townsfolk trapped him in a house and burnt his uncle alive. And then his uncle came back to life as some kind of uh, dream warrior who haunts the dreams of local teenagers. That could be. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. has a really dope sweater. That definitely could be. And he diddles them in their dreams. Right. I could see that happening. You know, uh, did you ever have any kids that got, uh, like, in your grade that you found out later on life got convicted of a crime? I don't think so. I remember uh, this kid, Benji Moldrum. Mm. And I, I said his full name because he's a sick, disgusting pedophile. Yeah. Benji Moldrum. He was a bit of a loser. I would say he's like the stereotypical loser in, uh, in, in high school. Mm. And I remember when I first came to this country, when I first moved here from South Africa, you know, I was this foreign kid, didn't know anything. You know, it was my like, second day in eighth grade. Went from South Africa. South Africa. And it's like second day in eighth mm. grade. I'm like trying to get accustomed to not wearing a uniform and like mm. opening up my locker, mm. you know, and I got like this poofy hair and I'm just like, you know, mm. sitting there figuring it out and I hear this group of kids and I probably told this story. And on not the trading in, this, in the South African currency of the time, which was uh black guy's teeth. Yeah. I was about to say so, yeah. not enforcing apartheid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I might've told this story before, but this group of kids, I just heard this chant of these kids going, I am the Iron Man. Mm. Punish on that Benji with a bad bare hand. And mm. they're singing this song. And I was like, yeah, kind of terrified. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm. And there's a group of them, like mm. six, six kids. And they had their arms up and they're just like, I am the Iron Man. Punish on that Benji with a bad bare hand. And I just That's saw great. this fat kid yeah. running as fast as he possibly yeah. could as fast as his fat legs could carry him yeah. and he's running and then these kids kept chanting louder and louder yeah. and they finally caught up like it beat the living shit out of this kid <laughs> this kid's face was bloody they're stomping on God beat the fuck they did this on a regular basis yeah. almost every day that kid 
dropped out of high school, yeah. like, I think freshman or sophomore year, yeah. ended up molesting his little brother and sister. Ooh. Yeah. Amongst, among like other kids too. Ooh. And so we found out later, yeah. it's like, whoa, Benji Muldrum, dude, like years later, ended up going to jail for being a pedophile. Ugh. And so it's like, I yeah. used to think about it, I'm like, wow. I'm surprised that kid didn't come back and shoot up the high school mm. and kill all these tormentors. But instead, right. he went the route of this guy. Like, went out and uh, abused some, you know, abused some children. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Although I thought that was kind of a creative chant for That's a That's a good of, chant. <laughs> yeah, I am you the know? Iron Man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, um, what the fuck was that? Black one Sabbath. In, one on Wall Street. Um, what was that group that protested on wall street oh occupy wall street yeah they could have learned something from those actually kids. they if they you had know? a catchy chant like yeah. that yeah that movement might have gotten somewhere you yeah. know yeah. says a bunch of hippies yeah you know pissing your money away mm-hmm. anyway i don't know if that if if violence and humiliation mm. precipitates pedophilia yeah maybe i think it's I think it's more likely that your uncle ends up like sodomizing you, getting you know, getting killed and burned alive by the townsfolk. That right. that, that causes pedophilia later in life. Yeah, and also the um, I think that's technically called like hebophilia or something. Hebophilia. When you're into a fourteen-year-old. Oh, is it? Yeah, pedophilia is like under eleven. Hebophilia. It's hebophilia. And then a febophilia is like fifteen to nineteen. What if you're into Hebrews? Is it um, like a? Yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> I thought when you said Hebrew, I was like Hebrew. Yeah, like a Hebrew philia, <laughs> a Hebrew file. Yeah, I'm just into Hebes. Mm. All right, um, <laughs> okay. all right. Well, thank you, Vicky. Right. It's good to hear from you. Uh, last call we got here yeah. is from Big Papa, Big Papa Smurf. Okay, the Big Papa calls in. Salutations, sick it wrong. This is Big Papa Smurf again, and uh, thank you for plugging my pen, Mr. Simon. That was it. Was very. Chivalrous of you, yeah, you're you a pimp and a scholar, my good man. But that is not where I called him. You know what? I don't really listen to that kind of music. I like that song. Really? His song, his band. Yeah, did it get you all pumped up? No, but I was start, like, it was start. like, wow, this is actually of this genre, which I don't really care for. Which you generally, shadow boxing, which generally kind of bores me. I like this. You, you know? know, actually, they're a good band. I'm not a yeah. big fan of that genre either. Yeah, I like the arrangement of it. It was, it was good. As I far thought. as it, as, yeah. as far as the sound goes, mm. I wasn't like like I can listen to Kid Rock and I'd be mm. repulsed, like physically mm. repulsed. Right. Whereas I listened to that and I was like, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. But actually, part of it is um, you got you got the genres wrong, man. If we're not, I wouldn't call us metalcore. You know, metalcore is like your. Your your girl metal bands, you know, asking Alexandria, Mice of Men. This entire call better not be him clarifying what genre his band is. Or no, I'm gonna I, fucking hang myself right I now. I listened to it. It's the beginning okay. he okay. he clarifies All that. Right. So I you know, what are yeah. they in the same genre as like baby metal? Is that what We that had is? this discussion last time and I don't care to have it again. <laughs> you and I had this discussion. We <laughs> I were don't like, know. it's not metal, it's blah, 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 you know. Bullet for my Valentine, uh you know, all that and just un- unlistenable garbage. Um, I'd say, if anything... Is it my bloody Valentine? No, uh, oh. a bullet for my Valentine. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're a terrible band. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not Shoegaze. We know. No, Our it's... John- a- it's it's uh I yeah. forget the name what those bands like Screamo is that what those those bands are what, I my bloody Valentine no my bloody Valentine that's shoegaze, shoegaze right. but I think Screamo is that my bullet for my Valentine okay. or whatever all right Panic on the dance floor yeah the that fuck. kind of thing yeah it's kind of a combination of like thrash and groove metal so yeah sort of like groove Lamb metal. of God 
you know, a little bit of Pantera influences influences thrown in there. Where's my gun? Switching gauge, Where's my gun? Which is probably the only metalcore band I can tolerate listening to. And yeah, it's just a little little correction coming your way. Also, I got a bit of a question for you guys. Okay. So All right. I've been having a consistent <laughs> problem with my upstairs neighbor who I, I, I'd assume his house shoes are just like cinder blocks with fucking sandal fastenings attached. Do people come home and they're like, I got to change into my house shoes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, slippers. Take, yeah. My girlfriend puts on slippers. Right. Yeah. Do you do that? No. No, I just take my shoes off. I just keep them on. I mean, I'll take my shoes off if I want to get comfortable walking around with my socks, but I'm not yeah. putting on my like my slippers. Right, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. I remember uh, I bought the rabbi one year for Hanukkah, these big bear claw. They mm. look like big bear claw slippers. Oh, cute. Loved them. Yeah. Loved them. Wore them all the time. Mm. Yeah. Oh, David, I love these These bear are the best slippers. slippers I've ever had. Ah. That's two of them, but uh, yeah, we got a problem with him beating his fucking tweaker girlfriend while I'm trying to sleep. I can't call the cops, can't do that. Too many drugs, you know, coming coming my way and, you know, everyone else that lives there. But I've mm. honestly contemplated going up there and strangling him to death with a bass guitar string. Mm. So, yeah, that's going to be a weird because what I would do in that situation is that I take all my drugs, I go out somewhere outside in the yard or something, I bury the drugs. Like a, and then like call a the treasure. police. Yeah, like a treasure. And then I call the police to report. But Big Papa Smurf is black, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, and until you, you call the that. police, it's like you could just end up getting arrested for fucking grand larceny for no reason, even though you just called the report like a fucking lost cat, you know? I would also be nervous so. with that drawing unwanted attention. That'd yeah. make me nervous, but right. like, you know, it's yeah. now I, I use a lot of drugs. Mm. Now the cops are going to be familiar with this address. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what course of, what kind of course of action should I take? My areas of expertise do not mm. deal with subtly dealing with nuisances. Usually I just bash them over the head and everything's mm. cool. But, you know, you guy might have guns. Mm. I'm not calling the cops. I got too many drugs in my house. Uh, yeah. So if you guys got any wisdom to share with that, yeah, just, you know, just, just Give me, give, me a little, give me a little hint. Um, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Uh, Harrison, congratulations on uh, getting out of your rehab. Hope you uh, stay clean. And if you know, if you ever decide to do drugs again, you know, I'd be happy to do them with you. Yeah, if we, if the opportunity presents itself. Uh, salutations, brethren. Okay. That enabler. Yeah, seriously. Everybody's an enabler. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but this is my advice to this situation, right? Okay? Uh, what you do is you do the thing I said, where you take all your drugs, you bury them, okay? Or you hide them somewhere nobody can find, you know, like outside of the it's apartment. Your buried treasure. It's like yeah. a leprechaun would do this. Yeah, it's like tre or Treasure Island, you know? And then you call the cops? Yeah, then you call the cops. But if, if Big Papa Smurf is calling the cops, invite over, like... At least one white friend. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. I'm, a white I'm woman or a white 100% male? One hundred percent serious. Um, a white male. All right. A white male. Another okay. white male. Yeah. At least one. Ideally two. Just to temper the racism. Yeah. yeah. Probably a good idea. Yeah, because you know I bend the white friend in that situation, and it's like it diffuses the cops like fucking too sweet, man. It does. It 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 like, you know. I mean, I I think what I yeah. would do in this situation, I can understand that approach. Right. I think that might work. Yeah. But 
I, I don't know. I'm always really nervous about drawing attention to myself. Mm. I'm nervous about calling the cops. Mm. I don't like to deal with the cops. Mm. So what I would probably do in that situation, yeah. and I've been in a similar situation, mm. although it didn't work out like this for me. Yeah. Uh, but Big Papa Smurf's an intimidating guy. Right. I'm not. Mm. He's an intimidating guy. I think what I would do is I would go up there, maybe with another scary looking friend of mine. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey, man, can I talk to you about something? Yeah. And when the guy comes out, I'd be like, mm. Explain it to him, but in, in a pacifist, non-threatening manner, but underlying, you know, like an underlying threat where it's like, I tell them like, listen, you know, this is really bothering me. We're going to have to make this stop. It just sounds like a shitty do? idea on so many levels. I would just, I wouldn't threaten. First of all, you're dealing with meth people. You don't know. They're unpredictable, utterly. I would just say there's going to be some issues here if you don't stop stomping around in, in the middle of your house. And if there is after that, well, then at that point, you I thought the issue was he's beating his girlfriend. Well, I would just go up there and yeah. be like, "Hey, listen, and no, it's the hey, stop man, it around." Hey, you want to beat your, your girlfriend, girlfriend? That's your business, but uh, take your shoes off. All right, I'm trying to. I well, I would try to watch there Iron and be Fist like, down I'd here. be like, "Listen, yeah. we're gonna have some issues. You're drawing attention to this place. I'm gonna like call the cops eventually. I would give him a warning. I would give him a warning and see how that goes. What? Once your girlfriend's dead, I'm gonna call the cops. So that's what. No, no, no. I would give him a warning, yeah, yeah, and then, then I'd, yeah. I'd find out what happened. But when I used to live yeah. the old Cigarong Studio mm -hmm. that I lived in, in in San Francisco, mm. we were like right next to like one of those residential hotels. Yeah, and there was a tweaker there that would beat the fuck out of his girlfriend right. all the time, sure. directly across from me. Okay. And they were so fucking loud in the middle mm. of the night, screaming. Mm. I used to just lean out my window, and be like, "Shut the fuck up! Mm. Stop beating the sugar!" And he would yell out mm. his window. We almost came to blows a few times. He was like an old man. There was like, I'd have beat the fuck out of that guy. Mm. And I was like, let's go outside. Let's mm. let's do this. I would threaten him. I didn't even care. You know what I did? Mm. I saved a piece of tofu in a Tupperware on my on my fire escape for almost eight months. That rotted piece of tofu just just festered on this fire escape. The day I moved out, I was like, because his window was like mm -hmm. diag like uh, perpendicular to mine. Yeah. And so the day I moved out, I grabbed a glove. There's nothing in my apartment. It's like. Uh, we moved out early. It was like 9 a.m. I picked up that rotting piece of tofu, which is an ungodly odor. The okay. stench is just awful. And I took it and I threw it right through his window. It smashed right through his uh, his uh, his screen mm. and right into his bed because I just heard screaming and I walked out. You're weird. You're a weird <laughs> Dude, guy. Dude, that's what I'm saying. You get yeah. revenge. Yeah. First, I would give a warning. First, yeah. I'd be like, you know, hey, listen, I think we could we can handle this in a civil manner. Yeah. We don't need to let the... But then at, at that point, yeah. then it's going to escalate. And then maybe then, like, hide your drugs yeah. and go call the cops. Or maybe, like, pull the fucking guy out of the house, beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. So you, know? you, you your revenge is the best... Is the dish best served cold... Best served tofu. With some sprouts. <laughs> and maybe some cucumbers in there. All I'm saying is just don't yeah. fuck with the vegans, all right? Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> tofu, rotting tofu, yeah. though, is yeah. one of the worst odors yeah. I've ever smelled. But no, if, if you do that, if you do what I said, and you call the cops, that's probably the best move. Especially right after you, it sounds like he's beating on her. Um, and if you're worried, like, maybe they'll keep an eye on the house. Like, 80% of, of the police's job is domestic fucking domestic violence, violence. Yeah. but so oftentimes but oftentimes house. that situation yeah the abused spouse or girlfriend is going to be like no he's fine he's fine and that's what would happen with this guy is this guy i would be like shut the stop beating your fucking woman blah blah mm. she would lean out the window be like fuck you 
I love him. Fuck you. It doesn't, then, if there's an injury, it doesn't matter. Usually in most states, they just arrest. But then she'd the go right back the, to him, though. The person without the injury. I mean, I called the yeah. cops on this guy a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they'd go up there, and I saw the cops coming, and then she'd just be back like a week later. Okay. You know, it was an ongoing thing. He deserved the tofu. You, you, there's, no, there's no cure for human nature. You know? Big Papa Smurf. Yeah. Get a block of tofu now. Leave it outside. In some uproar. <laughs> 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 anyway, people call Sigron Hotline. 323-522-4032. Got a, a couple emails. I'm going to just kind of breeze through these one. We these. got the emails. Um, Chris sent an email to SigronPodcast.com. He goes, what's up, Dean Harrison? D, one can still find hookers on back page. They've just moved to the women seeking men's section. And thank God for this because I would otherwise never get laid. Love the show. Keep it up. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong, Chris. Well, thank you, Chris, for that. Thanks for clarifying. Oh, we got another email from Andrew. He goes, hey, guys, just want to clarify your story about Bruno Fernandez de Souza, who killed his wife and fed her to the dogs. You said that his wife was threatening a big money move to Milan. In fact, he was in line for a big money move from his club in Brazil to AC Milan, which is one of Europe's biggest football clubs. Yeah. My estimate would be that he would be on around 50,000 euros per week, hence the big money. The court case was threatening this move, so he dealt with it the best way he could think of. Some guy, keep it sick, keep it wrong, ciao, Andrew. So that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I think, I'd, I'd, I, think we might, I might have like glossed over that detail, or maybe he didn't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he was going to make some big money, so he killed her because she was fucking it up. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we'll issue a retraction in our newsletter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, people, listen to the show on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. We do appreciate that. And it boosts visibility for the show. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. And uh, yeah, download it that way. Also, we do have merch available. I know I have a few white Sick and Wrong tees, the old Mm. uh, Groucho Skull tees available in small sizes at the Sick and Wrong store. But you can go to the Cafe Press mm-hmm. store if you want to get some other ver- merch. Just go to cigarongpodcast.com slash store and click on the link. Uh, Cigarong Song of the Week came in from Taco. He goes, I'm sure you have this on some jizz-stained vinyl. And this mm-hmm. isn't a funny song, but it's definitely a sick and wrong song. It also has the added benefit of being listenable. Sincerely, Taco. Okay. Do you think most of the songs we play at the end of the show aren't listenable? Um, let's say half and half half and half I'd half say. and half yeah, yeah you know yeah. 50% anyway this song is a good song and I actually don't have it on vinyl I do have it on mp3 it's uh, Press Gang by the band The Murder City Devils oh I like that song a lot it's a good song and you I like don't like band? much modern shit but I tell you I like that fucking song you know um, it's off the album uh, In Name and Blood I actually just yeah. saw this band about a month ago mm-hmm. at the Terragram yeah. and uh, you know what was crazy is at the end of the show mm-hmm. I was kind of on stage left and they're playing a cover of the Stooges song um, down in the street and it was awesome mm-hmm. it was like really heavy and they're playing this song and then I noticed this guy in front of me in a wheelchair mm-hmm. gets into a fight with some other dude who would fight a guy in a wheelchair I don't even, I don't even, like, would you ever fight a guy in a wheelchair, even if the wheelchair guy was being a dick? No. I, this guy was like, they got into it. He knocked the wheelchair over. The wheelchair guy, like, 
got on them. They started just, they were rolling around fighting. Yeah. Security came over, grabbed the wheelchair guy off the other guy. Mm. And the guitarist for the band, the Murder City Devils, just threw his guitar down, jumped into the crowd and got into it. Yeah. The guy he was about to fight the security guy. Jesus. Must have been like his buddy or something. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I was like, whoa, that's crazy. They ended up uh, putting the guy back on the wheelchair and wheeling him backstage. So something went on. But anyway, damn good band. Damn good band. Thank you, Taco, for sending that in. We're going to end the show here with Press Gang by the Murder City Devils. People will be back next week with episode 580. Until then, take it easy.
We do, actually. Fucking love your podcast. Yeah, we are wrecked. We love you. We love you. Tracy is now joining the podcast because she thinks you're ace, too. Tracy? Hi. And James, and he's already a member, and he loves you, too. I'm the one who introduced you guys. Oh, my God, he's so pissed. We love you, and, uh, yeah, anyway. She's my friend. She's escaped from a mental hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I did not shits my pants. I never, ever have. Anyway. You did, Andre. You're... (laughs) Anyway, you're... Be quiet, because the lodge is getting narky, because we're making too much noise. Right. Love you guys. From the UK. Bye.